There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Thank you for tuning in again to the podcast this day. We certainly are thankful for each of you that tune in and listen. Uh, we're grateful for the opportunity we have to teach and preach the Word of God on this podcast. And so thank you for being a part of the podcast. If we had no listeners, it would be kind of a moot point to have a podcast. But I know that many of you have contacted us. Some listen every day. Uh, some of you have trouble with your app working right or have trouble with other things <laughs> working right. But uh, yet uh, you try to tune in each and every day. We certainly are thankful for that. We're going to be back in Psalm 18 again today. And I want to look at a couple of words here in Psalm 18. Again, the words of God are so important to us. And as we look at these words, I want you to notice this, that some of these words are used expressly uh, in this King James Bible in the manner of my, in the possessive, and they're used concerning Jesus Christ exclusively. Now, you and I can try to equate that to us, but yet uh, we only have that same privilege through Jesus Christ. Uh, that he is my rock. Now, how is he my rock? Through Jesus Christ. Yet, Jesus Christ had the relationship with the Father as a son has to a father. Yet, we have that same spirit of faith through Jesus Christ. We have the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. We have that through Jesus Christ. And so, we see these words exclusively used concerning Jesus Christ in the Psalms. Now, of course, we also saw this in 2 Samuel. We see the rock, we see the fortress, we see the deliverer uh, used in 2 Samuel as David is singing this song, as God has delivered him from the hand of Saul. But then we also see that my strength, and that expression of my strength, uh, so many times used in the Psalms. And so we see that this is explicit to Christ and the Father, yet you and I could say that today, that he is my rock. Why? Because of Jesus Christ. He is my fortress. Why? Because of Jesus Christ. He is my high tower. Why? Because of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to skip a portion of this. I'd like to come back in a couple of days and come back to this because it's a little bit longer portion. It may take a day or two to get through part of this. And so today I'm going to look at some other words. We're going to come back to the expression of my God. The possessive, my God, he belongs to me, I belong to him. And we'll look at that in a couple of days, but today let's look at Psalm 18 in this light. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. So we see that he's my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, my buckler. And my high tower is that number seven. What a marvelous number. We see that relationship with Jesus Christ and the Father. And so I want to look today at my deliverer. We know, of course, this is echoing 2 Samuel 22. We see that throughout this passage. In Psalm chapter 40 and verse 17, again, the relationship 
that we see with Jesus Christ, the faith of Jesus Christ, as David the prophet is speaking of him here. In Psalm 40 and verse 17, But I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinketh upon me. Thou art my help and my deliverer. Make no tarrying, O my God. Now, I don't want to get ahead of this because we'll be in Psalm 40 probably before we know it, with the Lord's help, unless certainly Jesus Christ returns in the air and takes us home before then, which is a very good possibility that, that will take place according to his will. And uh, But yet we're dealing with the faith of Jesus Christ yet again here. When he says that thou art my help and my deliverer, we see in Psalm chapter 70, again in verse 5, uh, along the same lines, Messianic Psalm, but we see, but I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O God, thou art my help and my deliverer. O Lord, make no tarrying. So we see the companion verse of Psalm 40, but yet the psalmist again, uh, David is crying here unto the Lord, and he calls him my deliverer. And again, it's a messianic psalm. He's speaking of Jesus Christ, that one which is to come. Psalm 144, verses 1 and 2, Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight, my goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me. And again, a psalm of David. David the king is speaking there of Jesus Christ. He's speaking also of his relationship with the Lord when he talks about his people. Why? He is king over those people. Yet we see the faith of Jesus Christ when it's mentioned in that passage because Jesus Christ is going to establish his throne upon the throne of David. And so we know that according to the scriptures, according to the word of God. But here's what I found unique. And this isn't anything staggering or mind-blowing. I just use the word unique because it is unique to me. But there's a couple of expressions that here that are only used in the Psalms, only used in Messianic Psalms, and they're used nowhere else in the Scripture except for 2 Samuel 22, which is the song that David sings when the psalm is penned down. And so we do see it there, but then we see it repeated in Psalm 18. But yet this expression is exclusive to the Psalms and exclusive even more so to the Psalms concerning Jesus Christ, my rock. And we see that my rock, that exact expression is mentioned nine different times in your scripture. And yet nine times is concerning Messianic Psalms. My rock is personal. Again, you and I have the rock, which is Jesus Christ, but he said, thou art my rock. The second mention we see, that is my fortress. Now that is mentioned once in Jeremiah, and it's in light of prophecy as well. But we see that is mentioned here five different times, once in 2 Samuel 22, and then four times we see that in Messianic Psalms. And so we see my rock, my fortress. Now, you and I can sing a mighty fortress is our God and a bulwark never failing and a tremendous song of the faith, a tremendous hymn of the faith. But might I say our fortress is in Jesus Christ. These Psalms that point to him are given to us that we might have faith, that we might believe him, that we might see Jesus Christ high and lifted up. And then again, we see that expression, my deliverer. Four times it's mentioned in the Word of God, once in 2 Samuel 22, and then three times in the Psalms, he's the deliverer, but not just any deliverer, he is my deliverer. Why? He's going to deliver his son. Uh, he is going to deliver Jesus Christ from the oppressor. 
is he delivered Jesus Christ from those that have risen up against him, from those that have tried to destroy him. Uh, when he is in hell, he's going to be delivered. When his body's in the grave, he's going to be delivered. But then we also see the expression of, of the high tower, once it's in Isaiah, again concerning prophecy, uh, but it's also in 2 Samuel and the Psalms. So again, many of these verses are mentioned concerning Jesus Christ. Now, we see that my strength in Messianic Psalms, we see that in a few other places, that exact expression, but some of these are very much exclusive to Christ. And I just want to make that application and point that out to you, what the Father thinks of his Son, what the Godhead thinks of the person of Jesus Christ. You cannot separate them. And yet what the Godhead thinks of Jesus Christ, what the angels thought of Jesus Christ, how they regard glory to God in the highest. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, what they speak of him. Yet he was made a little lower than the angels. And so we thank the Lord for that. We thank the Lord for that testimony. We thank the Lord not just for the word of God, but we do thank the Lord for the words of God. Now, again, I'm going to skip over a portion of this. I want to come back to the expression of my God, and I'd like to look at my strength. And we see that beginning in Psalm 19 and verse 14. The word of God tells us this. And by the way, I'm going to skip over some of these verses and come back. I'm going to put some of these in a, in a place unique to themselves. There's three that reference each other, and it's a unique relationship that we see in three verses. So I'll take the rest of these in order in the Psalms. But Psalm 19 and verse 14, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. And again, he says, my strength and my redeemer there's that personal relationship there's that there is that personal he is my strength he is my redeemer and might i say you and i our strength is in jesus christ if there's any strength in us it's made perfect in weakness we know that the apostle paul in second corinthians 12 9 said my strength is made perfect in weakness and so that's the word of god that tells us what our strength is our strength is in jesus christ psalm 22 and verse 19, the word of God tells us this, be ye not far from me, O Lord, O my strength, haste thee to help me, deliver my soul from the sword, my darling from the power of the dog, save me from the lion's mouth, for thou hast heard me from the horns of the unicorns. Why does he need the strength of God to save him? The dogs are there, the lion's mouth is there. And so he's calling upon the name of the Lord to deliver him and to save him. But he says it on this wise, be not thou far from me, O Lord, O my strength. Again, we see Jesus Christ. We see a Psalm of Messiah. Psalm 28 and verse seven, the Lord is my strength and my shield. We see that again in Psalm 31 and verse four, pull me out of the net that they have laid privily for me, for thou art my strength. Psalm 43 and verse two. Again, we're going to come back to some other ones here to close out the podcast today. But Psalm 43 and verse two, for thou art the God of my strength. Why dost thou cast me off? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Oh, send out thy light and thy truth. So now he's pointing to the Lord. He says, there are, thou art my strength. And then he goes on and says, send out thy light and thy truth. Why? Because those are his strength. He's the light of the world. The truth of the word of God. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so we see those in the person of Jesus Christ. And so yet he says to the Lord, he says that thou art my strength. 
And so we thank the Lord for that again in Psalm 62 and verse 7. I'm going through these rather quickly, but I really don't have a lot of comment to make in these. Just trying to point out these statements that are made concerning the Word of God. Psalm 62 and verse 7, he said, In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength. There it again, there's that unmovable, there's that thing that never changes, there's that foundation, there's that chief cornerstone, all of those things that never change. My rock and my salvation, he is my defense, I shall not be moved, and God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength, and my refuge is in God. Now, Psalm 118 takes a little bit of a different look at this, but yet, again, I believe Messianic, I believe it's concerning Jesus Christ in verse 14, the Lord is my strength and song and has become my salvation. And so he says, the Lord is not only my strength, but the Lord is also my song, that new song that he's put in his heart. And by the way, the Lord ought to be our song. Our song ought not to be the things of this world, the pleasures of this world, and the, the music of this world. Our song ought to be the Lord's song. It ought to be that new song that God has put in our heart when we get saved, put that new song in my heart, and we ought to sing praises unto his name, O Lord Most High. That's scriptural. That's according to the word of God. Psalm 144 and verse 1, blessed be the Lord, my strength. And then he said this, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. And again, the personal, my goodness, and my fortress, my high tower, this is the other reference of that high tower we spoke of, and my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me. So again, we see these references run through the scriptures. We see David uses this in song often, the expressions there. Why? Because he's under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. God has anointed him to say these things. God has given him the words to say in song as he speaks the word through song, and God has kept them for us in this day and for this hour. We are looking at the words of God concerning his son, Jesus Christ. Psalm 22, and I'll begin reading in Psalm 22, and uh, I'll begin reading in verse 15. I want to link a couple of these passages together, and we'll do it on this wise, because here's what the Word of God says. My strength is dried up like a potsherd. There's the strength of Jesus Christ. He said it's dried up. Why? He is separated from the Father. He has been made sin for us who knew no sin. And because that separation from the Father, his strength is dried up. He said, my tongue cleaveth to my jaws, and thou hast brought me into the dust of death. Then in Psalm 31 and verse 10, the word of God tells us this, for my life is spent with grief, and my years with sighing, my strength faileth because of mine iniquity. Again, Messianic, a psalm of David, speaking of Christ. And he says, mine iniquity and my bones are consumed. We covered that, I believe, in Psalm 6. We talked about the bones of Jesus Christ and how sore vexed he was then in Psalm 22. And we see that uh, always referring to Jesus Christ throughout the Psalms. And so when he says that he has no strength, why my strength? What's happened to my strength? Well, he tells us, it faileth because of mine iniquity. He's been made sin for us who knew no sin. And when he's been made sin for us, the Father gives him no strength. He becomes weak as water. He's a lamb before her shears is dumb, yet he openeth not his mouth. Then he lays down his life for you and for me with no strength at all. 
Yet at the same time, the Lord turned his back on him. He said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And the Lord restored him to his rightful position. Once his soul has been made an offering for sin, he brought him out of that deep place, brought him out of that wide place, rather, brought him out of many waters, drew him into paradise. He said to the thief on the cross, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. And it's there that God restored him and returned his strength to him. In Psalm 38 and in verse 10, again, these three passages tie in well together. He said, my heart panteth, my strength faileth me, as for the light of mine eyes, it also is gone from me. My lovers and my friends stood aloof from my sore, and my kinsmen stand afar off. Now, again, Messianic, concerning Christ, he's speaking of Calvary. When he saw John and his mother, and he told John that, behold thy mother, woman, behold thy son. And so he tells them this. He sees them afar off. He sees his familiar friends afar off. Why? He's been made an offering for sin. He's dying on the cross. He's dying on the cross as the Lamb of God, and he's dying on the cross for my sin and for your sin. His strength has failed him. His strength is gone. He has no strength. Why? Because he relinquished his strength when he was made sin for us. I want to thank the Lord for that. I'm done for today. Would you tune back in again tomorrow for the podcast with this reminder? Last night, tonight, Manasseh Community Baptist Church, King James Bible Conference, 7 o'clock tonight, that's Wednesday night, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania. Have a great day. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord, as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing.